and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast Mom and Dad. Hello. Hello. You guys enjoying uh, enjoying the time with Scottcast during this Christmas break? We're in, we're broadcasting from the, the depths of Nebraska. So uh, I was originally going to be in Michigan at this time, right now as we talk. It's uh, Saturday. I was going to fly out yesterday, but the airline delayed over two days. And now I'm now, now we have to fly out Sunday morning, tomorrow, from Grand Island. Dad and I are going to get a hotel room and wait for the airline. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what we all do. Because <laughs> that's all we do. And we're going to hope it doesn't get canceled again. But the weather should be good. But at least... We get to do a podcast now. We've yep. got the time. Yeah, don't worried. have don't have to do it on the air. No, we don't have to do it over the phone. We can do, use this high quality thing, and Dad gets to participate. Yay he, me! He, he has his own mini microphone. That's right, the one attached to the recording device. And Rocco's probably going to participate too. He'll get picked up by Dad's mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the first thing I think I want to address is that Alexa doesn't understand what Scottcast is. You guys got an Alexa device for Christmas. Dad got one, yes. Yeah. That's his present. Okay. Alexa, what's the temperature? Right now, it's 22 degrees. Tonight, expect a low of 18 degrees. Alexa's just right on top of things. Yeah. But Alexa, play Scottcast. Shuffling songs by Crazy Ex-Girlfriend cast featuring Scott Michael Foster <laughs> on Amazon Music. How is that at all close to what Scottcast is? Alexa, Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop it. There you go. There you go. So Alexa. That's Alexa. Alexa. We probably should have got the silver edition. We, we should yeah. have gotten the silver edition. What is, what's the Silver Edition do besides recognize Scott Kess? Well, it's Saturday Night Live's version of Alexa for older people. Oh. Can't hear. <laughs> Can't pronounce names properly. That's right. It listens those... to rambling stories. Yeah. <laughs> what are those kids doing out there? They're playing, but, but what are they doing? They're playing, but what are they doing? I don't know about that. <laughs> That's the one. That's that. So we had a good Christmas. Yes. We had a good Christmas. That uh, whole family was here. Yep. Nobody, uh, nobody broke down in tears. Thank God. That I recall. I don't no. think there was any. No, nothing like that. No emotional disturbances. No, nothing. Everyone seems to be on the up and up. It feels like Lost Way Brewery is doing good. Yep. Nikki's got a driver's license. Kimmy's doing good. I'm doing good. I've got a hat from Sabelle right now. Yes, and you're wearing it. Yes. It's very warm. It's going to be warmer. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for Scott Cass to have a hat that makes your head continually hot because a lot of it is a hot-headed discussion. Okay. Yeah. So I thought we would, uh, what we normally do with when, when Mom's on the podcast is we talk about movies. And we've watched a lot of movies. 
this Christmas break. So I thought we'd uh, kind of go over them. We already talked about Infinity War, but I finally got to watch it. Yep, it was, it was, it was a good time. Yeah, it's a good movie. That's the that's my review of Infinity War. Well, that was glowing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a good one. And we watched. This is what I want your guys' full opinion on. Okay. Not mine. Oh yes, I do. Uh, the Taika, Taika Waititi show, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Really? Yeah, I want to hear what you guys have to think about that. Uh, Over Birdcage? Oh, we'll do Bird Box later. Or Bird Box. I'm, but everyone's talking about Bird Box right now. I misspoke, sorry. Everyone's talking about Bird Box. But no, not anybody's talking about What We Do in the Shadows. And I want to get your guys' opinion on that. Well, you told me it was an older movie anyway. It's a little older, not too much older, but you know, just it's not new. Right. It doesn't have the novelty factor going for it. Oh, it's novel, all right. <laughs> so that's good. That's the point, right? It's good to be novel. What What's it about? If you can give it a rundown, Dad. If you could tell me what it's about. I was taught to if you don't have anything nice to say, <laughs> don't say anything at all. <laughs> He wasn't asking your opinion. He wanted you to tell the people what the movie was about. Yeah. Stupidity. (laughs) (laughs) I tried. (laughs) What was the plot? There was no plot. There wasn't a plot? There was a plot. Oh, there was not a plot. There's a bunch of idiots running around pretending to be funny. Like like the actors were pretending to be funny or the characters? I think the characters were earnest. Characters and the actors are the same thing. Well, well, the actors were oh, not no. funny. They thought they were. It's one of those comedies. <laughs> <clears throat> Unless you've had a 12-pack or smoked six cigarettes or something. <laughs> it's just not fun. <laughs> So you didn't you didn't find any of it funny, not even. Oh, I saw him laughing once or twice. Of course, but he likes the he likes to get these hundred percent opinions in, all in or all out, all out, all out. (laughs) Okay, so mom, what was the movie about besides stupidity? (laughs) It was about a group of modern age vampires trying to. You know, get get in get into to society. Modern and, society, and, and they're and and they're all from different ages, and they all are different ages. Yes. With the oldest one being in the basement behind a stone wall. <laughs> <laughs> Peter. Peter. Peter was sweet. He's Peter my doesn't favorite. say much. <laughs> he hisses a lot. Yeah. He's my favorite. Three thousand years old. Uh, uh, Eight thousand. Oh, 8,000? 8,000. 8,000 years old. Wow. That's why he's long in the tooth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Do you think vampires age like that, like it's that slow? They just, they slowly, gradually become like the Peter vampire? Well, yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's aging as we know it, supposedly. It's, it's aging as an evil. Evil. Yes, they, they devolve from, from being human to something totally different. Yeah, like Voldemort. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Just kind of inhuman looking. Yeah. That's what I think they do. 
was I think Peter was my favorite one. Uh, like I don't know if we should do spoilers, but I think with the so far with the review, I don't know how many listener watchers viewers we're gonna get for what we do in the shadows. I, I, I wouldn't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said I don't think I would pay for it. Right. But luckily, you can get it on what was it? Next Netflix we watched. We watched it on Amazon Prime. Or Amazon Prime for free if you mm-hmm. get Amazon Prime. Yeah. So yeah. If you're you enjoying can, two you day shipping. You can see it. You can see it for free if you have Amazon Prime. Right. So it's out there, available for. And it does to have view. its its haha moments. It does have its haha moments. What's I your favorite? I don't know. Was this an early? Was this an early um, endeavor by? By what? What's the director's name? Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Was this an early? I think so. I think it was. It's at least pre-Thor, probably. Yeah. We don't have any information. It wasn't totally horrible. (laughs) No, it wasn't. It could have been. It could have been. It actually, they were kind of self-deprecating vampires. Yeah. Yeah, and they 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 were worried about living together in the same house, and everybody had their own chores and. Yeah. That was kind of funny. Yeah, they were the modern they, they vampires. They weren't doing dishes, and the one guy says, why why, why do I have to do dishes? I'm a vampire. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone has to do dishes. You got to do sweeping, and yeah. Peter downstairs left a few bones laying around. <laughs> yeah. I like how passive-aggressive they are about everything. Like, oh, we'll, we'll just leave a broom down here for you if you ever want to sweep, sweep up. up these bones. Yeah. And he just They didn't want to bother with Peter too much, because I have a feeling he... He was a little touchy. <laughs> yeah. But he was still their buddy. Yeah, I mean, he was significantly older mm-hmm. than the rest. And he was the one who actually got the other vampires into being vampires. Yes. So, well, at least some of them. I don't know. One, one for sure. One for sure. We'll have to... Well, maybe they have a book about this. And the newest one. I want to I know how much lore there is about this. About vampires? No, about this particular... Story I don't know. of vampires. I don't know. Like I want to know, I want to know the There's full history. It's just the movie, isn't it? It's just the movie, but I'm sure, like you know, writers when they have these universes, they'll they'll create whole backstories that never get shown on film. Oh well, I don't know about those. I want I want to know about that. Unless there was a book first. I don't think there was a book first. No, I don't either. This this movie had like the vibe of like Trailer Park Boys, The Office, where it's like a mockumentary kind of thing. Well, Dad said it was more like, uh, what did you say? Monty Python. Monty, Monty Python. Python. It was yeah. a kind of Monty Python vibe to it. Yeah, and depending on who you talk to, that's either a compliment or, for you guys... Not a compliment. <laughs> Some of the Monty Python was funny. Not a compliment. <laughs> So, they, my parents don't like Monty Python. I don't, didn't say that. There well, was some funny stuff. Okay, you're okay with Monty Python. With some of it. You're, you're a fair-weather Monty Python fan. Mm, okay. <laughs> if that's how you want to put it. What, what makes it like Monty Python that you don't like? Because it's over-the-top silly. Is that what that is? I think so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a magnifying... Um, everyday things in a, in a silly way. Okay. So okay, I get that. So it's it's you don't like it when the when the comedy is just that 
subtle magnification where it's where it's casual, like everyday things, but just goofy. Goofy. You prefer like Infinity War funny. Yeah, probably. You thought that was funnier. It's yeah. it's more refined. Falling on the ice is funnier. Well, there wasn't any ice. I don't know if there's any ice in New Zealand. Does New Zealand have winter? Of course they do. I do think. I'm pretty sure. I mean, they're pretty close to Australia, and Australia doesn't have, like, snow. Yeah, but they have mountains. We have mountains. I think they have winter. I'm just wondering if we could have done a falling through the ice scene. Ask Alexa. Hey, Alexa. Does New Zealand... Uh, hey. <laughs> Alexa. Does New Zealand have winter? Sorry. I don't know that. Really? <laughs> really? We invite a device to come in and spy on our every word, and it doesn't even can't even tell us about New Zealand's weather patterns. Let me try something, Alexa. What is the climate in New Zealand? Here's what I found on New Zealand's Wikipedia page. Okay. New Zealand's climate is predominantly temperate maritime, with mean annual temperatures ranging from 10 degrees Celsius in the south to 16 degrees Celsius in the north. Historical maxima and minima are 42.4 degrees Celsius in Rangura, Canterbury and minus 25.6 degrees Celsius in Ranfurly, Otago. Conditions vary sharply across regions from extremely wet on the west coast of the South Island to almost semi-arid in central Otago and the Mackenzie Basin of inland Canterbury and subtropical in Northland. Did that answer your question? Yep. Next time use Thanks Fahrenheit. <laughs> well, it said well, negative, big number, so it has to be cold. But right? I'm guessing that's got to be the mountaintop range, yeah, you know? It's close to well, Antarctica, too. What did I just say? Oh, well, yeah, but like I'm talking like the people who live in New Zealand, like this area where these vampires are, you know, in downtown New Zealand. Like, uh, does that place get snow? No, I don't know. In the wintertime. Temperate Mary time. That's, that's what Alexa says. Alexa! Define temperate maritime. Maritime. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know that one. It's, it's, maritime climate is because it's an island, and the ocean has a lot to do with its climate. Okay. And warmth. Okay. So no snow. No, there's plenty of snow. Remember your, your movie there, Lord of the Rings? I remember, we, I remember Lord of the Rings. That was filmed in New Zealand. Okay. And when they were walking, half the movie was in cold weather and snow. That's true. Yes. That's true. They have snow. Okay, they do have now snow. Now let's get on to something that matters. <laughs> That's not going to happen on ScottCast. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right, so, we, so out of 10, out of 10, 10 being the best movie you've ever watched, zero being the worst movie you've ever seen in your life, like the worst home video even. Mm-hmm. Like just shaky footage and then it gets found on the ground later and it's dusty and you can't even play it. Right. What? How would you rate what we do in the shadows, Mom? Two. Two? Two. Dad? One. What? And only because I've seen some really bad footage from <laughs> boat racing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I liked it. That's a solid 7.4 for me. Okay. You know, it was funny in my eyes. It, it, it dealt with well, these... Well, that's, that's the point, isn't it? When they make something, it doesn't always appeal to everybody. I guess so. I guess so. But then how am I supposed to watch movies with you, you guys? You didn't like Infinity War as much as we did, I don't think. Well, what did you rate Infinity War? I'd give it like an 8 or a 9. 9? Yeah. That's like Casablanca levels. 
Well, Casablanca, Casablanca wasn't all that exciting four. to me either. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, I, yeah. I'd probably rate it like a two. I don't like them slow-paced, freaking old-school movies. It's no, like, they had, they some, had some old movies that were pretty funny. I like those. I like the Three Scrooges. Hmm? Three Stooges. Some slapstick. Yeah, and some old... old uh, Abbott and Costello. Crosby and Hope. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. No, Crosby and Hope. <laughs> Bing and Crosby, Bob, Bob Hope. Hope. Yeah. Bing, Crosby, and Bob Hope. They had some pretty good funny movies. Okay. Low budget, but fun to watch. Okay. What movie do you think stands the test of time the best? There's only one answer in Scott Cass. Jurassic Park. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Yeah. That movie, I still find it pretty amazing. Yeah. That movie still elicits. Watching it first time in the theater and, and, and they see their first, is it Brachiosaur? Yes. Brachiosaurus. Mm-hmm. That was, that was cool. It was so far from all the other dinosaur movies I've ever seen. Right. So far. And still is. I mean, they looked real. Yeah. Even Jurassic Park holds holds candles to the latest Jurassic World movies, I think. I do, too. They, they're just they're just an imitation of it. Yeah. Really. Really. I mean, I think they're... They're just trying to make money off of it. <laughs> well, they, well, yeah, obviously, but I think they're doing, doing pretty well modernizing the theme because, you know, what's the danger now? I, I mean, like you, the last one the best. Like Fallen Kingdom the best? I did. Because it looks like they're getting more into the DNA thing. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. They say they're not going to have the hybrids so much in the next next one. What's going to happen is like the technology. Kind of, yeah, that was... I didn't like that so much. Right. But what they're doing with the technology, apparently, is... It's, because, it's, it's less protected by InGen and Masrani. So... The whole world's going to have access to the ability to clone animals and do experimentations. And there's going to be people who are cloning dinosaurs uh, for the accuracy. So we're finally going to get to see our feathered friends, the Velociraptor, mm. with feathers and stuff like that, probably. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. T-Rex didn't have feathers. T-Rex had skin a lot like a crocodile, very sensitive snout. Mm-hmm. And apparently... a, a the snout of a crocodile is one of the most sensitive, sensitive skins in the world. Hmm. Like it can detect. That's why it stays so still and just hanging out in the marshlands. It's detecting what's going on. Yeah, it waits until something swims by and it can detect the swimming and stuff, and then it'll just lunge. Well, now you know where to smack a crocodile should it bite into you. No, you shouldn't just. You shouldn't be put yourself in that situation in the first place. Well, should you find yourself in that situation? What would you be doing that you would find yourself in a situation with a crocodile? Chasing people, golf balls because they cost two dollars a piece now. <laughs> that and, and small dogs when they let them loose and they have to go after them. Feed the crocodiles yeah. with a small yippy dog. That's that's yeah. that's what's been happening to people. Yeah, if a, if a crocodile just walking along the shoreline there and all of a sudden the thing lunges out at them. Well, you know, if it goes for the small dog and the small dog's in the maw of a crocodile, too late for the small dog, in my opinion. <laughs> There's no saving that small dog, you know? Yeah. Even if you do drag it out of its gullet, it's half digested by the time you wrangle it. Mm. But see, the thing is, they go after the small dog. They usually doesn't have the small dog. It goes after the person chasing the small dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's, there's been... It's been happening. And the stupid small dog survives the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, just because... It's smart enough to, to run the other way. 
suppose. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're fast. They're a lot faster than people give them credit for. Yeah. Yeah, like ground speed's like on, 30 miles an hour or something yeah, like that. Yeah, on land, not just water. Mm-hmm. They just look, they just, they, just, they just look lazy because they are from when Florida. When you were very small, crocodiles in, were, were uh, endangered. There wasn't that many down there in Florida. Mm-hmm. And now they're overrunning the place, along with some anacondas, I guess. <laughs> pythons, I think. Pythons. Yeah. Pythons. Yeah, because people in Florida, they just, get, they just get pets, and they don't think about it. Did you know, interesting fact about pets, in Texas, there are more uh, tigers held as domestic pets than there are tigers in the rest of the world. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, Is that legally general, or? Legally, because apparently in Texas... Uh, they don't have laws so much. Like, they just have very basic laws. And so, like, you can have whatever pet you want. And so some guys started buying tigers, and then people started keeping up with the Joneses about it. And now in Texas, there's thousands of tigers in captivity, just uh, just as pets, you know, people, Texans with tigers. I wonder what they do with them when they get so big. They just keep them in the backyard, I think. They must keep them caged, though. Like, you know, a big cage, probably. I think. If you to. can afford a tiger. You would have to. I mean, look at those, look at those, uh, the Las Vegas Act. What's, what's their name? I can't remember, but the... Uh, Leroy and Brown. We, we, I can't remember. Alexa, who were the two guys that had tigers in Las Vegas? Hmm, I don't know that. I thought you were supposed to know everything. <laughs> Seriously, this thing is not living up to its... We're sorry. We're sorry. Okay. We expected more from Alexa. <laughs> I got a... I found an article on the internet. Okay. How to take care of tigers as pets. Uh, thousands are currently kept as pets, more than are left in the wild. Scientific name, Panthera tigris. Lifespan is 20 to 26 years. So this is a serious purchase. Yeah. You know, you can't just... Buy a pet Especially tiger. in captivity because they're generally a lot healthier a lot longer. Yeah, it's true. They, they have no, um, nothing to, to uh, stop them from being healthy or long-lived. Yeah, especially... Unless it's just people that shoot them or something. Yeah, especially if you read this article about how to take care of your tiger pet. Size over 600 pounds, more than 11 feet long. Difficulty of care, advanced is how they put it. Oh, yeah. Tigers are big and strong, so. and not a suitable pet for homes with children. I wonder why. I don't think it's a suitable pet. For I highly homes doubt with it's people. an inside pet as well. As well. <laughs> I'm thinking people in general aren't suitable. <laughs> All right, tigers are large, strong, and dangerous cats. They have the ability to take down a 500-pound antelope, and are very territorial. Uh, they cover territories as large as 40 miles, and females cover about seven. Uh, they mark their territory the usual way. They quickly grow up to be hundreds of pounds. Housing the tiger. Oh, they obviously need a lot of secure space. Oh, yes. Because they need, they have 40-mile ranges. Especially the males, yeah. They can jump, climb, and swim their way out of most enclosures. In the wild, they roam on several miles of land, something most people don't have access to. Well, I guess if you're in Texas, maybe you do. Several acres of fenced-in property with access to ponds or small lakes, trees, and shelters what a tiger needs to be safe from the world minimally. 
They have well, been... I'm thinking I don't want to visit Texas now. <laughs> There's not that many tigers running right? around. They have been known to escape from zoos and private properties and have killed people since in captivity. They associate humans with food. Since in captivity, they associate humans with food. An escaped tiger is scared, dangerous, and something no one wants roaming the streets. Thank you, article. This is from thesprucepets.com. Okay. It's got a little bunny in the header. <laughs> so this is what people are reading before Snack. they get their tiger. <laughs> <laughs> they need large plastic balls, food, and water. I wonder how much food. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking 100 pounds a <laughs> day is, or something. This is know. hard. This is how they put it. Even a 300-pound tiger will eat much more than you and your house cat combined. Like, that's how I'm rating this. <laughs> how much is Kyle eating? <laughs> how I much am know. I eating? <laughs> that's that, probably... that doesn't really give you an accurate... Right? No, that's, that's silly. They eat 10 to 15 pounds of meat a day for over 20 years. That, I believe. Yeah. Not to mention vitamins and supplements needed to add to the diet. Yep. A commercially prepared meat mix, uh, usually containing horse meat and bones, should be offered to aid in nutrition and natural chewing, but studies have shown these commercial diets alone are not really what a tiger in captivity needs. They are usually deficient in taurine and have too much vitamin A. You know, you don't want a tiger with too much vitamin A, let me tell you right now. No. They suffer a lot of health problems. They are susceptible to feline leukemia. Most states have restrictions, but not Texas. Purchasing your tiger. You can have yourself a tiger <laughs> for $7,500. I fed a tiger once. Yeah? I have a picture with it. For the cost of a beat-up old youth car? No, for the cost of the picture. Oh, well, but the, that's, how the, that's how that person got it. It's basically someone going to like their pinto. And... He was adorable. Yeah? You mm-hmm. like the tiger? I like the tiger. How old was the tiger? Oh, I'm I'm thinking it was just maybe a couple months old. Yeah. yeah he was big enough to cover my lap. Do you think Lost Way Brewery should buy a tiger? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you guys will get a tiger one day? No. We get Rocco. <laughs> That's true. <clears throat> well, so you guys are used to taking care of large animals. That's true. We had, we had... Tiger is a cat. We had a no. couple of a llamas. That's why. Because <laughs> you don't want a cat. <laughs> we had a couple of llamas in the sheep. And the right. sheep were a couple hundred pounds apiece. What's the largest carnivore you've ever taken care of, Rocco? Pretty much. Pretty much? Yeah. Okay. Carnivore, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't eat... How much meat does uh, Rocco eat a day? Well, if he wasn't eating a, a, a scientific diet, he'd probably be eating... Um, close to eight pounds a day. Really? Yeah. So it's only twice as much meat. Yeah. As a tiger. It would be divided up into two feedings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe you guys should get a tiger. I no. don't think so. It's a cat. The tiger would turn around and eat us. That's. A- <laughs> I don't feel like getting at by anything else. <laughs> Do you think in like a hundred, two hundred years or so? That tigers uh, that have been raised in captivity all this time will eventually become domesticated, like cats. 
No, I don't see that happening. You know, I mean, that happened with wolves. That's what they say happened, but I don't believe that either. Why? I mean, why not? What do you think these things came from? I I believe the uh, well, they didn't really. Ch- that all they changed was was the hair coat and um, different sizes. That's basically it. They bred them for size and hair coat and and traits. People did that. Yeah, they that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they did it from a wolf. Not from a wolf. Well, where think. would it come from if it wasn't from a wolf? I think it was probably from some um, offshoot of the wolves, maybe. I don't think they come from directly from wolves. But, like, they do science with it, and they say it's definitely not from wolves. Not everybody, no. Not all of them agree on that. Well, let me find out who doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> the case? The case against dogs coming from wolves. Don't ask Alexa. She probably doesn't know. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. In 1999, a study emphasized that while molecular genetic data seems to support the origin of dogs from wolves, dogs may have descended from a now extinct species of canid whose closest relative was the wolf. Which makes sense, I suppose. The dog's lineage may have contributed uh, from a ghost population. I told you. Oh, okay. See? Okay. I mean, I I guess that's not outside the realm of possibility. No. So, so this is why you won't. Alexa, get do you know how to use Google? While I can't do that, I can answer questions about people, places, <laughs> history, calculations, and more. You can also ask me to search Wikipedia. I can search Wikipedia. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. So you won't get a tiger. No. And you have little to no faith that there's going to be domesticated tigers. I have no desire to tell people what they can and can't have themselves, but I believe myself that anything like that or like any animal that gets larger than you should not be kept by you. Rocco's bigger than you, isn't it? Well, I'm talking about wild animal. Oh. Or animal that's not domesticated. Okay. Yeah. Rocco's 135 pounds. People He's got... smaller than you. Oh, that's true. I'm fat now. <laughs> You're not fat. <laughs> I am. This you is just, the fattest I've ever been. You look healthy. I do look healthy. I'm 150 pounds, which is like uh, 50% more than my lowest weight in the past couple years during the Scott Cast rain. So if, you know, people have noticed my voice getting deeper, a little bit more baritone, you know, that's why. I'm fat now. No, you're just healthier. I'm healthy. Yeah. Sure. After being misdiagnosed for like three or four years. Right? <laughs> you know, you think, uh, you think, uh, what's it called? Uh, of course, I went through that too. Yeah, appendicitis. No yeah. You think appendicitis would be easy to diagnose? Well, apparently not. Yeah, apparently they'll, they'll go through a range of rare diseases before they think about the one that everyone gets. Yeah, pretty much. More money in rare diseases. I guess so. They don't want you to have a simple one. Yeah. Yeah, if they diagnose it right away, what are the, what's the hour pay on that, you know? I don't know. 15 bucks versus $5,000 in testing and diagnostics. It's, Can it's, you tell I'm a little... I'm a little... Uh, I'm a little... Uh, upset? Upset. I was upset, too. Right? One girl actually... One uh, doctor at emergency actually did diagnose appendicitis on me, and the powers that be vetoed her diagnosis. Powers that be need to stop being power. I know, right? Right? Anyways, anyway. so that was what we do in the shadows. Yep. 
And we also watched Gotham. Did you guys like Gotham? I liked it. You like Gotham? It was a little dark. It's pretty dark. You in know what? Both tone you know what? I don't think you want anybody color. under 25 seeing that. Right. <laughs> you snapped at me pretty quickly when I suggested to Evie that she start watching Gotham. No, 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 no. Never. That's <laughs> a good show. It's the show of Batman before he was Batman. I'm a firm believer of what goes in sometimes comes out. <laughs> sometimes. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a that's a that's a much easier one to go through. That's 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 definitely not so dogmatic. The Bird Box was good. Oh, that's right. We watched Bird Box by Josh Mallerman. I did an interview with him on the other podcast I do, Songwriter Dispatch. And he had a his his book became a movie called Bird Box on Netflix and apparently everybody's talking about it. <coughs> They're already having joke pictures on Facebook with the, all the blindfolds. Oh yeah? Yeah, I've seen three or four of them. What was the joke? That doesn't take long. Well, I mean, just like, this is me after dinner or something. And I don't remember what they are, but there's been two or three of them. Yeah, bird box memes. Yeah. I mean, that's got to mean something if you become a meme. You know, you hit some sort Especially of... this quick. ...cultural zeitgeist thing. So I wonder how I wonder how Josh over there is doing. I wonder if he's, wonder, wonder if he's just like going to the bank... Uh, withdrawing some cash and putting it in a bag and, and and just like throwing it up and down like leaves. I don't know. Like wonder if he's like jumping in it. If he if he's smart, he's investing. <laughs> investing it. Make more money. <laughs> he needs to invest it in Scott Cast. Yeah. Yeah. This this uh this getting old and towards retirement stuff. You you really got to be ready for that. It's not a matter of being rich. It's a matter of. Long longevity. <laughs> yeah, because like if you have a million dollars and you invest it in 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 some sort of adequate fund, it's an index thing or something, you'll get three percent return that you can spend, and that's just thirty grand a year. Mm-hmm. That's a million dollars. Yep. Yeah. So if you if you want to be secure, and you have a million dollars, you're basically living a little bit monkish, you know. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And that's like, that's kind of Probably my goal. Probably the smart way to live, really. <laughs> it really is. It's a lot less hassle. Money money takes money to upkeep. It does. You know, expensive things to take expensive things to upkeep. Yeah, so if you, want tigers, them, if you want them kept nice, it does. Yeah, if you want to buy a tiger. Yeah, you better have more than a million bucks to uh, buy a tiger. That's right, because maybe $7,500 to buy the tiger itself. Have you seen the price of beef? No. <laughs> Exactly. 15 pounds of it. The price of beef and the price of property to keep it in? Yeah. I don't, taxes. You can I own the property and the taxes that many tigers that eat out away there. at your money. Yeah. The tiger tax, they call it. That combination of beef and land. There you go. <laughs> tiger tax. Nothing's cheap anymore. Not even tigers. Nothing. You'd think a tiger would pay for itself. Just let it loose on the on the town and be like, hey... A little bit of extortion money, and I'll bring this tiger back home with my little whistle. <laughs> you know, train it for the whistle, and that's all you need to do. I don't think that's going to happen. And then the tiger comes running back, and you throw a little cat toy in a pen. No. And if someone comes at you for some grief, just release the tiger. I feel like a tiger is kind of a profit-making opportunity now that I think about it. Well, I, I will agree. 
that if you had tigers roaming your property, not too many people were going to try to rob you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think they should be going into town. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think tigers would want to be in town if they were escaped. Like if someone let loose a tiger. Well, they didn't think bears wanted to, too, until they discovered garbage bins. <laughs> oh, that's true. But that's, that's kind of still rare, isn't it? Any animal is opportunistic. That's true. If they, can, if they can get something easier out of a garbage bin, they'll do that. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like it's a very small portion of like can't bears. Can't be that much food in the middle of the Texas desert. That's true. Yeah, for a tiger at least. Even in Africa and in, in India, where they, where their natural homes is running out of food. Do you think there's going to be a situation where, like, tigers escape and then, like, they go into a bear colony and then, like, there's, like, a war between tigers and bears? Only if that guy that made that vampire movie makes another one. <laughs> He's about to get an Oscar, by the way. They Good say. for him. <laughs> not for that one. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> He's got this movie where a kid uh, daydreams, uh, has imaginary friend. And the kid happens to be in 1930s uh, Germany. And so his imaginary friend's Hitler. And so that's the movie. It's like he's had this imaginary friend named Hitler. Yeah? Has it, has it been released? It's about to, I think. How is it getting an Oscar if it hasn't been released yet? Well, just buzz. Oscar buzz. Oh. They say it's going to be real good. You know how it goes. I feel like Oscars are just a plutocratic kind of thing. Where, uh, I think it's like any other award, too, you know. So, you know, until I can find out. I think that's what he said. Yeah, kind of. Well, it's who you know, and it's also like a marketing campaign, mm -hmm. I, I hear. I've read internet articles very, very loosely. Well, it's not much of a marketing campaign anymore because nobody watches those shows anymore. Well, there's the thing. The it's, audience It's a marketing is going campaign down. to the people who vote in those shows, not to the general public. So, like, there's, like, an academy of people, which is all old farts, like, 80, 85. And they're the ones who are kind of picking these winners. And so, like, they send mailers and gift bags to these people. Like, it'll have, like, a copy of Bird Box and then uh, 50 iPods, something like that, and some popcorn. Swag. Swag, they call it. They get swag. They, they send swag in a basket. <laughs> Expensive swag baskets. I wonder how many of them actually watch the movie. How would you rate Bird Box? I would give that seven or an eight. Seven or an eight. So right there with Infinity War. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. How about you, Dad? Five or six. Five or six. You didn't like it so much. Why not? Probably very similar. I, it's it's very similar to a movie we just watched. Maybe why? Which one? Um, The Quiet. Is that what it was called? The Quiet. The one where, the one where they they have to make no sounds or something's right. gonna come after them. Right. They weren't blindfolded, but they couldn't talk or make noise. I mean, to be fair to Josh Mallerman, he wrote that in like 2006. I know. I'm so not saying. So I think the quiet ripped them off. Like, I'm not saying they did or didn't. I'm just saying that it was similar. Yeah. So we've already watched something similar. I, I did like the fact that the bird box showed the one guy having. He didn't have pictures of whatever it was that was threatening them, but he had made drawings. Yeah. And that's a little twist that's in the movie, is that some people can look at them and not resort to self-destruction. 
Yeah, just destruction of everything else. Yes. And mania. So that was kind of interesting. That was a good twist. It was a good twist. I like John Malkovich in that movie. Well, he's pretty interesting in any movies. That's true. <laughs> Which one was he? He's the uh, ornery, bald, old guy with the shotgun. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good no matter what he's in. The yeah. dude, the dude he's that very got good, locked in the garage. Good, char- yeah. good character actor. I, I, I thought it was going to be like... I really liked him on those movies with... Uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Now I, I've got a blank spot. Ocean's Eleven? No. Um, the ones with Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis, yeah. The Reds. The Red movies. The Red movies. Have you seen them? No. Oh, you got to watch them. Bruce Willis and John Malkovich? Yeah. Yeah. Two bald men. That's what they should call it. It's it's fun. He's, he's, he's something else in them. Okay. You should see that. I think it's called Reds. Reds? Reds. Reds? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're... they're There's a one in they're it, old, too. They're old spies. Yeah. CIA or what. Really top... Top echelon spies that are retired, and they have these adventures, like, even though they're retired now. Okay. Things happen. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty... It's, they're fun. Sounds like a fun movie. Yeah. They have Helen Mirren in them. Okay. And, uh, uh, I can't remember his name again. Sorry. But, yeah, they got a good cast. Okay. So what did we learn today on ScottCast, Mom? What do you think? Uh, that even though Scott has a canceled plane, <laughs> we were able to accomplish something. <laughs> yeah. Dad, what did you learn today on ScottCast? Could you actually like that stupid movie? <laughs> <laughs> kind of disappointing. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure there's things you watch that he doesn't like. Oh, I'm pretty sure there is. I know there is. I know. I know there's things you watch I don't like. <laughs> well, yeah. That's Football. given. That, that's given. <laughs> I consider it a waste of time and energy. Yeah. But I know you like it, so I put up with it. Well, there we go. I learned that uh, buying a tiger is uh, within the realm of possibility. But not a good idea. But not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Since when does it have to be a good idea? 15 pounds of meat times 365. And how much Six, does a pound of meat cost? $6 a pound if you buy it in bulk. And that's cheap. Hey, Alexa. What's 15 times 365 times 6? The answer to your calculation is $32,850. $32,850 to feed a tiger for a year, plus $7,500 to buy the tiger, plus uh, property for a few acres. And vet bills are out of this world. Oh, vet bills. You, that's like that's the ver- that's the wild variable, isn't it? Yeah. So you need to like be able to spend like fifty. I can't hardly grand. afford my dog anymore because of vet bills. Right. They've they, they've gotten so so. Um, I don't know, specialized and everything. It's almost like going to the doctor yourself. In fact, there's times I've sent him instead of me because I couldn't afford both. <laughs> Good lord! Why are you going to the vet, mom? <laughs> Take the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so I 
believe that's all we got for this super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. This has been a very special Christmas episode with uh, Mom and Dad. I bid the adduce. See you later, Scottcastigators. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right.